Hey, wow, this is really something. Today is six months. Every week for six months, I've been broadcasting these little gems. Hard to believe, I know. But stay with me. When we have our one-year anniversary, I promise you really something special. So, okay, let's get going. I'm going to do that, Rosie, Howard Kowalski shouted from his lazy boy. To hell with the damn insurance company. I'll get you that million bucks yet. You'll see. Today's episode, The Man Who Could Fly. Howard was watching a Discovery Channel documentary about some crazy bastard who jumped off a cliff somewhere in Germany. The crazy bastard was wearing a specially designed suit that could make him fly. Well, sort of. More like a controlled descent, actually. Special webbing was sewn into the arms and legs, which, when he fanned them out, made him a human missile. By shifting his weight, he could control his flight. Well, sort of. Steve Miller's Fly Like an Eagle played in the background. The life insurance company refused Howard's million-dollar policy told him he should have applied for pre-diagnosis. Pretty logical, right? So, right there in his lazy boy, firing up a camel behind Rosie's back, he decided he would get him one of those suits and be that Steve Miller Eagle. He'd have his crazy flight professionally videoed and uploaded to YouTube. It would make his wife rich. Sure, he, he knew that failure was an option, but it was a risk he was willing to take. Six weeks wasn't that very long to live anyway. Howard and Rosie spent a lifetime living for the moment. Que sera, sera, and all that. They blew every cent they made, so their nest egg looked more like a scrambled egg. Nothing, zip, nada. Oh, how they argued at the kitchen table that night. Rosie wanted to spend their final days together in a quiet solitude. She didn't want some half-baked scheme interrupting their time together. Over doctor-outlawed camels, Howard begged, Oh, come on, Rosie Posey, please. Just a few hours with the film crew in exchange for a million bucks? Sounds like a no-brainer to me. Well, Rosie caved. Howard won. Howard's flight date was set. He had Googled big-time film producers. One guy's homepage looked pretty impressive. Well, on the internet anyway. Halfway through their first phone call, the wily film producer smelled opportunity and jumped on Howard's crazy scheme like a pit bull on a bunny rabbit. He knew that a video of some idiot jumping off a cliff in a birdman suit was all but guaranteed to go viral. <laughs> oh, how he would make millions. The Wiley film producer had his so-called production crew in place. Three cameras were all he needed. All of them positioned just one place. Yep, the bottom of the cliff. Just before jump off, the producer ran over and handed Rosie and Howard their million dollar check told them that his last investor had wired his $250,000 just that morning. 
the winds died. Rosie cried. Howard kissed Rosie. Rosie cried some more. The wily film producer drooled. Howard tightened his chin strap and turned and gave Rosie a thumbs up. And then, and then, Howard jumped. Arms spread like that Steve Miller eagle and flapping like a chicken. The bank cashier pushed her little red button to summon the bank manager. Some crazy, raging woman looked like she was about to crash over the counter and strangle her. Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Look, the soothing branch manager cooed. See this? It clearly says that only Mr. Kowalski can cash this check. Right here, see? Absolutely no third-party endorsement. So, all you need to do is go home and call this Mr. Um, Shushkermomuski or something. Just get him to remove that restriction. When she got home, a very distraught Rosie sat down at the kitchen table where her late husband had talked her into this harebrained idea. She fired up a lucky strike and grabbed her cell phone. Then, she dialed the Wiley film producer's number. We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. 